what is going on? Welcome back to Trigger Happy, where we talk about hype culture and design. And today we are going to pop up the hood and talk about how to change your career from graphic design to UX. So let's get it. Mango over here throughout the years after college, he was a graphic designer and he's transitioning to the more UX design route. And I believe at this point, he's part of like a team that uh, does user experience research. And we'll go ahead and poke and see what kind of ways, if you are a graphic designer, you'd be able to transition from design to UX. And what's the pros and cons, right? Is it even worth it? Like, I mean, yes, monetarily, it is worth it. But at the same time, if this is not, that's something that you want, maybe it's not like, let's hear them all out, right? For our listeners, what do you think is graphic design and what is UX design for you? Graphic design is a single process of creating graphics, which is a part of user experience. Whereas user experience is way more, it's way bigger in terms of definitions. I would say user experience is a scientific method towards finding something that users, designers, and the company can all agree on. Basically, it's at the end of the day, trying to persuade your users to click on things, but it's a more accurate, more scientific approach to that. You think that graphic design only touches one aspect within a user experience and not beyond that kind of like creating beyond just a website? Well, graphic design started in print and it started out with, I believe, like magazines, you know, making graphics for, you know, illustrations, storybooks. And so it didn't really start out as this, uh, like a subset of web design, but it's kind of taken that role in recent years, at least from what I've been able to see. It's like every website needs good graphics. Now they're going to go to like Shutterstock and buy photos for your company, or you're going to buy, or you're going to make them yourself and make them like proprietary for the company. That's really where graphic design sits right now. As far as I can tell, it's either you're going towards print, you're either going to do advertising for print ads and you're playing with color palettes and, and like color swatches and you're, you're getting you're whipping out the Pantone book or uh, or you're doing some subset of product uh, with user experience and web design somewhere above your head. So let's break down UX. In UX, UI is part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And in most companies, bigger companies, I would say, like a mid-sized to big companies, UI is usually called a visual designer. It's not a UI designer, you're a visual designer. Mm-hmm. And they're not getting paid that bad. They're getting paid equally as good as a UX designer. Yeah. And at the same time, the role of a UI designer is more or less the same as a graphic designer, you know, mm-hmm. like research fonts, color. Yeah. Right. Hierarchy, layout. Right. In a sense, there's no difference mm-hmm. between the two. So wait, wait, wait. You just said there's no difference? I feel like there's no difference between the two. In a sense, right? In a sense, there's no difference playing with the fonts and all that stuff. I've never fully understood how UI designers can make more than like what some people consider just web designers. Because web designers code websites and also make the graphics and usually have parts of graphic design in their work. And yet UI designers just make UIs for 
apps and dashboards and stuff like that, uh, but they get paid more. And I think it, the only reason why is because apps and dashboards are just more profitable products at the end of the day. And that's the reason why they get paid more. I think that's it's as simple as that. Can I can I break it down more? Yeah, I sure. mean, both of you guys are right. They're both like connected. But I feel like graphic design is more of a like a foundation. Like you go into school, you're not just going straight to, hey, you're going to be a UX designer. That comes like later. That's like a later course that you would take in college yeah. or design mm-hmm. school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you see like the wage salary. It's like a big difference. Like what is it? Graphic designers get paid like $41,000 or something like that for around 40K. Like an entry level. Like- like a right. starting point, like 41K and a UX would start around 70. That's yeah. That's almost like it's, a, it's an insane amount of that's money difference. That's fucking crazy. But back to what you guys are saying, yes, they're interchangeable. You need one before the other. So graphic design is like the foundation, right? To me, that it is. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're definitely different roles, you know. What do you think the role of a UX designer? Like we know like graphic design based on what Tim said, what you said, and what I said is mostly like creating either UI or print stuff or like illustration. Let's expand UX design more for our listeners. So what does a graphic designer do that's so different to what a UX designer do? I mean, we know their foundations. We know they play with typography and color palettes and stuff like that. But what sets them apart? Like what's the specialty of a graphic designer? Who are looking to hire graphic designers? And, you know, vice versa. Well, something I've seen as the difference is the difference between developer and, a, and an engineer. The graphic designer focuses on just how do I make this thing? How do I get from nothing on the page to having a finalized image on the page? Whereas a UX designer asks, is this what we should be doing? Should we even have these graphics or is it just a waste of time to even put them in? It's asking more deeply. You're going towards the heart of the actual, you're getting towards the heart of the questions of of a company when you're doing UX. And that's, I think, really the biggest difference is that graphic design just tries to execute on other people's ideas. Whereas UX is, you're almost reverse engineering the systems behind what makes people click on things and figuring out what's the scientifically best way to do it. In graphic design, they did teach, at least in Mason, they did teach branding. And in branding, you do go to the core of the problem also. Mm-hmm. You just don't create a logo for the sake of like creating a logo. You you explore, you research what's the best, you know? Like there is that user component to it. Mm-hmm. So in a way, it is kind of the same as UX in, in my mind, right? I mean, we could all agree, I would say that you do have to know your user base before you create the branding, right? Right. You still have that client that you have to satisfy. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think all of the various types of designers all intermingle in many ways. It's hard to distinguish them sometimes because they can all kind of intermix. Sometimes you're a graphic designer that has to do some web design. Sometimes you're a web designer that has to do some product and UX. Sometimes you're a UX designer that also has to do graphics design. Like there's a large overlap. 
with these fields. I'm thinking just from my general idea. And it, it's interesting that we're even talking about this because that shows that everybody has their own definition for what a UX designer and what a graphic designer is. So let's say if I, when I graduate, let's say hypothetically, I just graduated college. Should I become a like a specialist that can do everything? Or should I just concentrate on one field? Like motion graphics is a different animal. You know that it's, there's so much to learn and there's still, like After Effects, Adobe hasn't upgraded since like last time was like 2017. And before that was like seven years, something like that, something crazy. So it's like, uh, like what, what would, what would you tell that person like coming out of college? Like, do you have to wear all the hats or can you just go UX? It honestly depends on the person and on the type of work they want to be doing. Some companies, you know, larger companies, they're going to have whole teams of designers and whole teams of developers. So if you specialize in the field, there's a a higher chance that you'll be able to work exclusively as that and do really well at it. You know, if you just master that one thing, other people can try to to be it. But if if you're just simply better because you just have more experience in that thing, then that company doesn't even have to think about it. If they're a you know multi million dollar company that can afford tons and tons of co like t- tons and tons of uh, employees, then they'll just have a UX guy and they'll just have a graphic designer. They'll just have a a, a developer uh, for for every need that they have. They'll just have a specialist for everybody for for everything. But if you want to work at companies that are maybe a little smaller, and I think in particular startups are better suited for people who have a wide variety of skills. So there's a place for everyone. It just depends on what kind of work you're doing and what kind of work you want to do. You know, there's always that weird like notion that our, there's so many people in graphic design. There's so many, there's not enough jobs to go around. There's scarcity, but like all three of us don't agree with that. Like once you're good at something, you can really pursue it. And money is a big factor too. what drives people to certain career paths, right? I personally think graphic designers are more innovative than UX designers. Damn, hot take. I say this because, yes, every UX designer, I would confidently say is a graphic designer, but not all graphic designer can be a UX designer, right? I mean, they could if they pursue it. But in my opinion is you have to know graphic design to get into these other fields, right? Within a specialized industry. But I think graphic designers are more innovators because they are not pigeonholed in that mindset. Like you're already programmed in that mind. When you're a UX designer, you always think of one thing only, mm-hmm. improving a product, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Unless you're a creative director or a director of UX design, then that's a that's a whole different beast. You're dealing with like business stuff for the company. But the reason I say why graphic designers are more innovative is because they are so open. And a lot of the graphic designers actually expands to entrepreneurship. This is when they try to discover themselves and they become content creators like in YouTube or create podcasts like this or, you know, just go social media and create like, you know, like a social media following for whatever graphic design they're doing and they could kind of like market it as their own small business. And if you're a UX designer, you're kind of like, since you're already getting paid so much, there is no motivator to like expand out for like these side 
hustles because your nine to five is so comfortable that you're getting, you're, you're so well off that you feel you don't need that extra income. I have a question. So coming off what Ernest just said, Mango, do you think like you can get pigeonholed as a UX designer in that field? Like there's no big growth or anything like that? Like this is what it is that you got to solve problems. You know, you got to, you know, just constantly doing the same thing. Like what Ernest said, like you're more, you know, not motivated to do something else. Is that true? Well, if anything, I think it's the back. I think you're you've got it backwards. That graphic design is more of the thing that can get you stuck. You can get stuck in graphic design more so than UX. UX is something. It's a field that's only been around for the last few years. I think in the back of people's minds, it's been around for a long time. You know, I would least. have to agree that it's been around for a long time. It's since... just that the the name, the semantics of it. Have, yeah, semantics uh, definitely changed, but it's it's been around since since marketing happened. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, people have always been trying to find some sort of cold medicinal way of making people buy their products. There is like, in a way, it's almost like looking for the theoretically perfect design, right? Because you're literally trying to get people to like systematically buy it, you know? But the thing is, what I'm saying, yes, as a UX designer, you're trying to get somebody to buy that product, but it's not your product. As a graphic designer, since you're like, Maybe it's just me, but I've seen a lot of content creators. They always say like, oh, I'm a graphic designer. I'm a graphic designer. And they all like created content and now they're like making it big. Like I'm not saying every single graphic designer make it that big, but I've never seen a UX designer like aside for like people that are just trying to show that they are a UX designer do like a vlog, but not really in a scale of like, you know, kind of like if you think about it, like Roberto Blake is a graphic designer and he's one of like one of the most popular YouTubers out there and he broke that market and he does not say he's a UX designer. Like UX designer, like because you're getting paid so much already that you try not to think about the side hustle. It's the same idea as The Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. What is that? So in The Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the the poor dad is actually the dad that works nine to five, but gets paid 100K to 200K a year. And the rich dad, he's He's the one that doesn't work nine to five. He doesn't have a steady like income stream, but he does own a business. And within that business, he he sacrifices more. He looks more towards the future, right? This is the thing. It's the return on investment towards the future. Yes, the poor dad will have like that steady 100 to 200K job that gives him like money. But at the end of the day, he could get fired, right? He won't have those income anymore. And, you know, there are risks for both of them, right? But the rich dad, if he does succeed, he could grow big. It's almost like that idea of like fortune only favors the bold, right? Mm -hmm. And UX designers are not bold enough in my opinion, Ooh. because a lot of them are very conservative when it comes to, I mean, they would want to climb up the ladder, obviously eventually become like a director or something. But I don't think that they would try to venture out out there to make like a business. Unless of course, the, if they're like with somebody, one of their friends or coworkers, like, you know, like, yo, let's, let's go out. Like they won't do it themselves, right? They, they probably have to be like coerced into doing it. In my opinion, I think that does that graphic designers are the more excessive. Well, I think that 
that that the reason why you're finding more graphic designers finding success is just because graphic design is the more accessible uh, field, if I'm being honest. I think most people might know what a graphic designer is, whereas I don't think most people know what a UX designer is. So do you think UX designers are more of a risk taker then? No. That was like uh, Ernest's whole metaphor, like, you know, the rich tab board that, damn, busted it out. So old school. <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was just saying the rich the rich dad takes more risk, but it, he gets more reward. But you're right. disagreeing with that. Am I correct? No, it's not that I'm disagreeing. It's that I just think that he's seeing a disproportionate amount of successful uh, graphic designers just because he, he knows more graphic designers. And because we see, as in society, we see graphic design more than we see UX. It's just the more commercialized one. You know, Adobe, they always love, they love going after the graphic designers first. That's the one they always, you type in like designer, the first thing you're going to see is color palettes with like a Mac, like an iMac, like a camera on the table. That's graphic design. That is not really UX design. That's that would be a graphic designer's table, right? And so it's just the more televised one. Going off that, so what would a UX designer's table look like? Or does he even have a table? A UX designer would question whether a table is necessary to do the work anyways. Whoa! Hey, I just dropped a bomb. Do you agree with that, Ernest? Like if a UX designer would say a table is necessary? I'm just fucking with you guys. <laughs> I would agree to a certain point that there are more graphic designers. Like we were saying, it is the it is the foundation. Every graphic designer can be a UX designer. It's a more right? foundational degree, yeah. My point is, once you enter that UX realm, it's almost like a, a black hole. Your entrepreneurial spirit just dies down little by little the deeper you go. And you innovate a little less. Like, I would not, I'm not talking about design itself. I'm talking about like self-growth, like career-wise. Like, you're, you're chasing all almost a different like pathway you're capping yourself at the 300k pathway like if you become a director like 300k right that's a generous like assumption Mm. yeah but if you're a graphic designer and you pursue a content creator route and still be a graphic designer your potential financially is limitless is what i'm saying well you didn't well then you're a content creator you're not really but you are a graphic graphic designer designer. that's what graphic designers are though like think about it you said it yourself adobe when they put it put like a bunch of tables it's like for graphic designers because they create contents they use those graphics to create contents it's Most, not yeah. it's, it's yeah. not really like a ux designer like you were saying science like very like methodical not only methodical it's more functional than yeah. than <laughs> the content itself the content is part of it, it the end result is a user-friendly content but it's not gonna be like a content created like you know like how a graphic designer to just be an aesthetically pleasing like graphic that's slapped on a t-shirt but they can monetize on that millions i mean it, that's not even unheard of right what you're asking here is people who work at like large companies and make like dashboards are they are do they have the same level of success as people who can can 
become large on social media. I think that the the more stable and like more reliable route is still UX design. I don't think that most people who do graphic design um, end up going towards the content creation route because that sometimes requires uh, a lot of like a variety of other skills that might not be something that you want to do as a graphic designer. Uh, okay. Oftentimes you're having to put your personality out there. You're having to put yourself, your face. Sometimes your entire life becomes on a spotlight when okay. you go into content creation. So it really depends on what you want. All right. Okay. So let's switch gears a little bit. We kind of talked about differences between a graphic designer and a UX designer. Right. So <clears throat> since you know the main topic is UX, what do you think the future for UX is? Like what what's your outlook, Mango? I think that honestly it's going to be even more scientific. I think it's going to become even more data. Um, it's going to become even more data reliant. It's going to become even more psychology referenced. And honestly, yeah, I think that the data is like the biggest one. Honestly, it's like it's going to be incredibly reliant on data and users to to create it successfully. For the audience, for the listeners, you're, you're you started as a graphic designer, penetrated the you know the but ladder. Who? Yeah, that's not going to get deleted. Penetrated the uh, ladder all the way to where you want to be. Uh, any advice to the listeners that are graphic designer that are pursuing the UX route? Well, I do have good news. Graphic designers can become UX designers. Absolutely. There's definitely um, differences, but you can totally make it. I think really, again, what UX designers do differently is they're just looking towards the function. They're looking towards the why much more clearly than the, the graphic designers. Any tips? I think if you start getting towards the web, dashboard, user interface kind of feel, if you start making you know websites or dashboards or apps or, or the visuals for those, uh, then you're going to very quickly, you can start to build up your own small portfolio of user experience, user interface uh, stuff, and hopefully get, you know, maybe an internship or become a junior uh, or or maybe a junior position at a company for a UX designer. And there's plenty of books out there that I would recommend. So So what do you say to the graphic designer who wants to pursue UX, but they're not, you know, they just don't like to look at data. They don't look like, they don't like to look at spreadsheets and, you know, they think, as there's, you know, like more graphic design ways. What do you say to that student maybe that's trying to pursue this? Is there a chance for that person? Mm. Well, um, I think that, okay, I definitely think that graphic designers who are more visually focused can do or can get into product. I think that's really the question you're asking. And yeah, absolutely. I think you can become a UI designer and do exclusively UI. I know plenty of people who have done that. You'll never have to do any coding and you don't have to necessarily do any kind of uh, any kind of major research or anything like that. That's There's plenty of jobs point. available, yeah. but I will say that they are they may be harder to get because that's a much more sought after. So you have to be job on your game, you own your yeah. you know. That it's and game. it's definitely required you you definitely have to specialize. You're definitely going to have to begin specializing. Right. In my opinion. You didn't go the Hicks route just telling them to go fuck off. No, no. <laughs> okay. Any final so. thoughts, Mango? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that how UX design feels? <laughs> yes. I mean, it's like solving a math problem, almost like you have to use both both sides of the brain, right? You know how people are saying like I'm more you know artistic, or I'm more like data driven. Like you just have to combine both. 
And some people can't, you know, like you said, but then you gave them, you know, you gave a great answer saying they can go the UI route, but that's like intensive too, you know, like that's not piece of cake. It's not, you know, you got, you got to really train yourself. The problem is that UX isn't really that much of a visual part of it. That's the thing. UX is, I mean, Ernest can, can contest to this. It's much more, it, you're, you're making wireframes. You're not even making the visual aspect. You're just putting down, you're, you're putting down the structure and the architecture for it. So it's like, but why would you, if you're, if you're mainly about the visuals and you don't want the stats, like why even go that way, right? But the way you're describing it, it might turn off a lot of graphic, you know, designer students who are trying to pursue UX. I feel like you know, UX feel is the, like, you know, the best form of graphic design, though, because it is because design at the end of the day is function. Hot take, hot take. It is. It is function at the end of the day, right? So it's a more pure. It's like the purest. It's like the purest version of design. Would Would you agree, Ernest? It's the purest of design if you're a graphic designer don't lose hope there's always senior designer art director creative director route yeah that's true i'm I'm just i'm just giving you like some some tidbits here some some earnest tips you put the hicks <laughs> e-tips get the fuck out of here okay <laughs> what's the future of ux looking good looking down looking up looking sideways what do you think mango yeah i think uh i think ux is well i think the name the naming convention of these things will change but i think that they're always going to be around i'm not sure the the differences besides like i said data i think data is going to be playing a larger role in how people purchase things and i think it's going to become a you know even more more so important on how websites are designed as well. Yeah, it's looking good. Would you agree with UX is almost like used in almost every part of the design industry, like most parts, yeah. like maybe illustrations, stuff like that. But even the illustrations, you know, how so let us know. getting the right graphics, getting the right imagery. It's all part of the UX process. Take us through your workflow. How does it look like? My workflow? Oh, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> you Pass. understand, sir. You have to answer the question. Yes. <laughs> you understand. I got no workflow. You, you, you I don't have a workflow. I wake up, I get paid. Just I wake for up. The listeners that I can dick know, around all day. May, we made him take an oath. So please answer the question. You got to answer the question, Mango. My workflow? It's a heavy word, light. Let's share it to the budding UX designer or graphic designer that are trying to get into the market so they could see like how it is, you know. For that yeah. fanboy and fangirl of yours. Ask me in a few years. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one yet. What's a, what's, a, what's an average day? What's an average work day for you? What is, what is like the process of working as a UX designer? Rather than going into the details, you can just kind of summarize it, generalize it. A lot, a lot of meetings. <laughs> Large amounts of meetings. What do you discuss in those meetings? It could be anything. It could be user feedback, user reviews, A-B testing. It could be discussion, just general discussion on it. it. It's tough for me to say because my my process changes with every project and my projects have been very all over the place right now. Like That's, per- that's, that's a perfect answer. Like My meetings are like bullshit. <laughs> Don't edit that out. <laughs> 
but it's good that you even said that. Like that's that gives me like an insight of what what goes on in kind of your work process, like the beginning. Pretty much meetings mm. are like the beginning of your day, right? Yeah. And you're saying your work process varies from project to project, which is mm. also true. You can't have the same process for every project. Right. You do need a base foundation as a process, though, because you don't want to like recreate the wheel. Like when you have a process, you use it as a guideline. You don't have to adhere to it, you know, but it is a guideline. It's almost like a map, right? Your GPS always takes you from point A to point B. It doesn't like reroute you all the time unless there's a traffic or something like that. So UX is kind of the same. You create this process and you use each steps as you need. You don't have to use all the steps. You know, because the UX at the end of the day, it is like what Mango is saying is scientific and every single science methodology has a process to it, right? Like you create a hypothesis, you test it, then you go to a conclusion. If you need more testing, you reiterate on that and before you get to another result, right? So speaker Ernest just said there's there are core elements you have to follow. So he's questioning how do you vary? How do you change it up? Like, yes, there's certain like core element you have to follow, but how would you do it differently? And like, can you give us an example of a project that could do that? Well, the first project or the, I guess the first goal in any kind of task, regardless of what it is, it's, is uh, trying to figure out what the goal is. <laughs> the goal is trying to figure out the goal. You have to figure out what the project is all about, get the, the background on it, get the history on it, where this group is in the process of it, and then, you know, move it from there. I guess that's the broad stroke is like, understand the goal. I think that's something that you have to have across any kind of, it, whether it be a, a task, an assignment, a project, or even just like the moment to moment whatever you have to know what the goal is of each individual part okay i thought speaker Ernest was gonna stay low for a while but anyways so what is more important ux or the cx and for people who doesn't know what cx is is the customer experience which one's more important the end product or the process mm-hmm. For the company, it's the product, but for the designers, the process. What what designers are selling? We're not really selling our end product. We're selling the process that gets us that end product. But that's that 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 makes you fail as a designer, correct? Why? Because if the end product, if the customer is not satisfied with the end product, isn't that like a failure? Yeah. Well, then yeah, then then you do fail because again, you're trying to sell your process. So if your process doesn't consider the the final product as like the main goal, then then yeah, you failed. F. You get an F. Take yeah. it on the chin. Yeah. Okay. I feel like, I mean, they're connected. I, I will have to disagree with that. You don't fail Ooh. as a designer. Speaker. That's because design is just an iteration of the previous version. If you per se, quote unquote, fail the product, just go back to the board and see where you fail. Take notes of it. This is literally you do. You put your product out in the world, right? So customer experience is like, this is where the client starts or the customer, the user starts validating whether your product is working or not. And if it's not working, then you use the same process to refine whatever you already created to take it to that level where the user is able to be satisfied with their needs, their wants, and how we can even further motivate them into using this product. So it's just an iterative process of going back and forth between the customer and the UX designers or the company itself. I have to agree with both of you. For Mango's response, it's like a learning. It's a lesson. Like you guys try your, it's, it's not like 
okay, if you guys didn't try the hardest, like, of course, you're going to get a shitty product. But let's say you guys tried the hardest, blah, blah, blah. You guys did what you had to do, drawn out process, wireframes, prototyping, testing, and it still didn't work as what you guys would like to. But that's still a learning process. And what Ernest was speaking on is also true. Like, you go back to the board, you kind of like, you know, it makes you, it's, it's growth. Basically, that's what he's saying. And both, you know, can correlate with each other. And that is our last question. Do you want to give the final take on this topic? Yeah. User experience and graphic design often overlap, but there are definitely differences between the two. Um, I think user experience, I think graphic design and user experience are always going to be here. I think that the way that they are run may slightly change in the future, depending on, you know, the goal of whatever comes up next in terms of like technology, right? But I think uh, the broad strokes will remain the same. It's going to be a scientific process versus an emotional art artsy process. And uh, I think that they're both going to have their own places. And with that, we'll see you on the next one. This podcast is brought to you by the Alpine Black Studio. And show some love. Hit that follow, like, and share button. For any topic suggestion, feedback, or comments, email us at design at alpineblk.com. And we'll catch you on the next one.